Welcome to WHCC Pro, presented by White House Custom Color, your photography and press printing partner. Hey everybody and welcome. I'm Matt, Client Success Manager here at White House Custom Color. Before we dig in deep with Matt Matthews, which we're very excited to have Matt with us today, a couple announcements. If you're not um, following along and subscribing to the WHCC YouTube page, make sure and hit that subscribe button. Also, if you want to check us out on Instagram, we're at WHCC Pro. And for all the product details, sizing options, all that stuff, um, take a peek at our website, WHCC.com, for all of that information. So, Matt. Period. Thanks. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for being with us. Yeah, thanks for having me. Um, since you walked in the door at 9 o'clock this morning, we've been laughing. Like, my stomach hurts. I'm funny. What can I say? <laughs> I'm funny. hysterical. Like, I can't help it. <laughs> you are. Okay, so let's talk about, first of all, like, logistics. Like, okay. Where did you fly in from yesterday? Tell us, like, about your area, about your business, like, that stuff, just to start with. So I flew in from Birmingham, Alabama yep. to Minnesota. <laughs> um, you guys, y'all, y'all's accents here is really something. I, I don't um, think you have accents. I don't have an accent either. <laughs> um, but y'all's accents here is just is so different than than me. So, um, but I came from Alabama, Birmingham, Alabama, yep. uh, where I have my boudoir studio there. I also have a lingerie store downstairs where I have a whole candle line and I have a skincare line and I have a merch line. I'm all the things. All the things. If you can think about it, I'm going to do it. <laughs> right. I think I have ADD and so like I can't like stick to one thing. I have to, you know, always be doing something. Yep. Um, so it's, it's just all right there. Right. Yeah, exactly. And you are also an author. I'm an author. And a barrel racer. And I'm a barrel racer. And you live on a farm. And I live on a farm. <laughs> I do. So I, I wrote a book, I wrote a memoir uh, three years ago. It came out, it's called Uncovered, The Naked Truth of Life, Love, and Addiction. Mm -hmm. And um, it just talks about my journey of how I got to where I am. Because um, just, just, I cannot talk. Statistically, <laughs> I should be dead or an alcoholic or a drug addict. Um, because kids perpetuate the things that they see as, yeah. you know, and they become that as adults. Right. So I was really determined to break that cycle. Um, and so I talk about that in my book and just kind of how I started from nothing and I grew to a seven figure business. Awesome. So before we get into like all the things mm -hmm. and after talking with you last night at dinner, like the, the way and the direction that this conversation is gonna go today is completely different than any other live that we've had. I mean, you're, you're playing in a different level, in a, in a different field um, than, than a lot of people are. But let's start at the beginning because it started with photography for you. Sure. Yeah? No. No? It okay. started with nursing school. Oh, okay. Get it right, get it tight. All okay? right. <laughs> like, I was gonna be a nurse. Okay. Which I would have been a terrible nurse. Like, I would have been sued 5,000 times because you hit me and I'm knocking your ass out. Like, it's just, it's just, it's just how it's going to go. So um, I went to nursing school. Well, I got a job. I guess I did kind of start with photography because I got mm -hmm. a job when I was 17 at Walmart Portrait Studios. Right, that's what I thought. Yeah. Yeah. So See, I, wasn't, I wasn't wrong, man. You're, you weren't wrong. Um, <laughs> if you are not already familiar with Walmart Portrait Studios, or it's kind of like Sears. You remember like in the 80s and 90s when you had Sears Portrait Studios? With the stump? Studio? Yeah, and, you had the little the stump. Yeah, all the things. Yeah. So I, I got a job there when I was 17 because I needed a job. Uh, I, was, I was trying to wild out with my friends and I needed some money. So I got a job at Walmart Portrait Studios and it, it it was actually like I enjoyed it. 
Yeah. Um, but I never had a desire to be a photographer. That was never in my realm of things. Like I was not, being a photographer was nothing for me. Um, never a dream. I was gonna follow my mom's footsteps. I was gonna be a nurse. I was gonna go to nursing school, do all the things. Yep. Then um, I graduated high school and I took all of my money that I made from graduation and I went out and I bought a, a Canon Rebel kit lens, like a kit with, I went to, I went to Sam's yep. Club with my grandma. Yep, yep. And I bought like <laughs> the whole kit. And I will never forget my mom saying, you just spent all of your money from graduation that you could have used toward tuition on a camera you don't even know how to use. <laughs> and I'm like. Makes perfect sense. Makes perfect sense. Yep. You're, you're correct. Yep. Um, little did you know I'm going to be a rich bitch. But, <laughs> um, you know, it just, it was never, never really something that I wanted to do. And um, I graduated um, high school. I got accepted into nursing school. How, I'll never know. <laughs> um, probably because my aunt did all my homework for me online. But I got accepted into nursing school. I did nursing school and it wasn't for me and I hated it. And I went into school one day and I didn't consult with anybody. I didn't tell anybody. I just went into school and I said, I quit. And I told yeah. my counselor, I was like, I don't wanna do this anymore. If I have to do this for the rest of my life, I'm gonna be miserable. Yeah. So I quit. And uh, I remember walking out to my car and getting in my car and I almost threw up because I was like, I just ruined my life. Because at this point in my life, I believed that you had to have a college degree to be successful. Right. Because all I saw in my life were addicts and alcoholics and people that didn't have college degrees and they weren't successful. And I didn't want to be that, that person. Right. So it kind of went from there. Yeah. But there, <clears throat> the next step for you and how you began this journey to success and, and where you're at right now, what, what came next? Because the studio, the store, the brand, the 2.2 million followers, like all this has erupted for you. Yeah. So like how did, how did Matt Matthews, the brand, really get going? Because like you are a walking brand right now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, Ready, you know, set, go. Uh, yeah, like that's a, that's a really big question. It is. <clears throat> so I, I, I got this job. I went to nursing school. While I was in nursing school, I lived in a trailer park. Mm -hmm. And I started, as I was getting it how I live in this trailer park, I was a wedding photographer. And that's okay. where I started was wedding <clears throat> photography. And I, I did wedding photography and I decided, I was like, this shit is not fun. I'm in Alabama, it is hot. I'm sweating <laughs> every weekend, like out there in the sun. And I realized that brides didn't really care. It wasn't really something they really cared about. I was, I was a check mark off their list. Yeah. And so I was like, this is not for me. So, I, but I did weddings. I was on the cover of several bridal magazines. I shot for big brand bridal companies and all of these things. And I made good money and I made a name for myself, but I really still wasn't happy. Yeah. And so in 2015, I bought my first house. And on the back of that house, there was a 300 square foot room. Are you ready for this? I am. I bought this, there was a 300 square foot room and it was like separated from my house. It had like this door and it's, it's where I live now. So like it's the country on 11 acre farm. And my driveway was a gravel driveway, okay? And I was like, I'm gonna be a boudoir photographer because I photographed a boudoir session for my mom in 2014. She always struggled with depression, never felt good about her body, didn't love who she was. Yeah. So I photographed a session for her and she told me how beautiful it made her feel, how, how good she felt, how she felt confident. And then the following year she passed away unexpectedly. So those photos to me 
were my most prized possession. You know, like it really changed something in me and it lit a fire in me that this is what I'm supposed to do. I'm supposed to change people's lives with the power of boudoir photography. And so I opened a 300 square foot studio on the back of my house in the country on his gravel dirt road (laughs) and I made six figures in there. And I had people showing up y'all in their BMWs and their Mercedes. And I just remember thinking to myself, shit, I really hope nobody's car bottoms out in my driveway. <laughs> Cause like my driveway was like this, you know? And I'm like, man, we're about to be messed up. Cause somebody gonna sue my ass. And um, it just, it got to the point where I was like, I have to get a studio. Yeah. Like this is, this, this is like way more than I anticipated. So I moved to my first space. It was yeah. a residential loft in downtown Birmingham. We yeah. were there for a year. And then we moved to our first commercial space that we actually got to do the whole build out and everything. We were there for two years. And then we moved to where I am now, which is a 4,200 square foot space with my studio and my store. And we've been there for three years. And you opened that at precisely? March, 2020 to be exact. In the middle of a pandemic. Yeah. In the middle of a pandemic. And you know what? It still made six figures in the middle of a pandemic. <laughs> so, like, I'm proud of that. Like, that's Definitely. one of my biggest accomplishments. You know, most businesses don't survive the first year, but right. to survive the first year and thrive in the middle of a pandemic, right. you can't tell me nothing. Yeah, exactly. So, in your own words, Matt, um, struggles are something that I am very familiar with. Nothing ever came easy for you. Mm. To see you online, to listen to you speak, it's hard for me to even see that other person. Mm-hmm. But that's that's somebody that's there. Yeah. How did you get past that? Like because you you're so positive about reinforcing and helping and nurturing and and, and caring. How do you do that for yourself? Because that's hard. It's hard. Yeah. yeah. So with my background and and you know where I grew up and I was <laughs> I was the only white kid in my neighborhood. I was the only white kid in my church and you know we we didn't we lived let's just call it like it is we lived in the ghetto you know Mm -hmm. like and it was a very very bad bad neighborhood and my mom was an alcoholic and every time the rent was due we'd move to another government housing or another ghetto area and just in different places because she couldn't afford to pay the rent and i remember i drank sugar water and ate mayonnaise sandwiches because like that's what we could afford Mm -hmm. and um I'm not finna get emotional up in this motherfucker. I mean, I mean excuse me. Um, but that is what that is what we could afford, you know? And yeah. like that was my life. And I remember people shooting like outside of our windows at night. And I remember seeing all of the things and telling myself at a very young age, I do not ever want this life for myself. Yeah. I wanted to get out of that. I never wanted to ask somebody for money. I never wanted to ask somebody to be able to pay my bills. And that was like my biggest driving factor was I never want to go back there. I never want to go back to being broke. I never want to go back to an area of my life that I lived for so long. Mm-hmm. So how do I do that? Right. How do you, how do how do you break that, that cycle? Yeah. How yeah. do you break the cycle? Right. What do you do? Mm-hmm. And that was my biggest driving factor was how do I make that work mm-hmm. on my own? Right. And I think that you're focusing on kind of the logistics of it, but you know, I, I have written in front of me and I'm, I'm quoting you, it's from loving yourself. Yeah, it, it is. It truly it's, is. It's yeah. from, you know, you have to, here's the thing, and this is what I tell my followers every day, is like, 
how can you expect anybody else to love you or believe in you if you don't love and believe in yourself? Mm-hmm. You know, you have to love and believe in who you are before anybody else is going to give you this, that opportunity. Yeah. And so it came from literally me believing that I could do it and believing that I, you have to get out of that negative mind space. Like, you cannot be a negative person and be like, oh my God, like I just wasn't given the opportunities. Oh, shut up. <laughs> like, if you want it, make it happen. Go, go get it. Like, yeah. there, we, there's this, this poem that we used to have on our refrigerator and it's called The Bottom Line. Nobody owes you a living. Nobody mm-hmm. owes you anything. Your parents are not responsible for what you become. Just because you have a, a crappy life doesn't mean that you have to continue to have a crappy life. Right. You know, so it doesn't matter where you come from. It doesn't matter if you're from the ghetto, if you're from the trailer park. Like, where you are in life does not determine where you're going, but you got to get your butt up and, like, make it happen. You have to hustle for yourself because nobody's going to do it for you. Right. Right, and and you are the king of hustle. I'm the king of hustle. I am <laughs> you the king because I'm not about to be broke again. Right, I'm not like so. I was like I said. I feel like I have ADD because I'm always doing something. Mm-hmm. But I think it's because there's so much that I want to do, you right. know. And it's like, literally, my my fans on social media, they're always telling, they're like. When do you sleep? Right. I'm like, I don't, I <laughs> don't know that, that I do. I, I don't know. Um, so it's just, you have to believe in yourself. And right. you have to believe that you can change. And you can become everything that you want to be, regardless of where you come from, regardless what people have told you. Um, you can make it happen. You just have to make it happen. Right, right. So before we get into this next section, I just want to remind everybody here um, that uh, we're hanging out with Matt Matthews today. We're very excited to have him here for our YouTube Live. Um, We're focusing on how Matt has really built an empire with his brand in all ways, shape, or form. Yep, exactly. (laughs) Um, And if you're not subscribed to the WHCC YouTube channel, channel, make sure and hit, hit that up. Uh, we're doing all kinds of fun content like this. Um, we have all kinds of education on there to check out. Also Instagram, WCC Pro, and for all the details on products here at the lab and options and sizing, make sure and hit WCC.com. Um, okay, so what? next. <laughs> Listen. Thank you for that. Also, if you're not watching this, you know what your mama is. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. You're welcome. <laughs> so last night after I picked you up from the airport, we talked and you made a major announcement on your social media yeah. recently. Mm-hmm. And you've been keeping this pretty tight to to yourself for a while. Three years. Yeah. yeah. Um, and for those of you that follow along with Matt, know that he is uh, wildly successful in social media. You have millions of followers, 2.2 to be exact. I don't TikTok. know how. 170,000 on Instagram, but... And I got a blue check. Don't forget that part. There you go. You're verified. Don't forget that. So tell us about this whole new side that you've been working on for three years, because yeah. this is pretty incredible. Mm, well, it's not incredible because it didn't happen. Well, but, you uh, <laughs> So three years ago, I signed a contract with one of the largest... Um, producing production companies in Los Angeles um, about a show about my life, about a gay boudoir photographer in the South that's photographing half-naked women for a living and living on a farm and barrel racing professionally and all the things. Because, you know, it's kind of a a weird dichotomy. You're like, you live on the farm, 
you ride horses, you have a famous chicken. Shout out to all the fluffy lovers. Um, you have all these things, and you're also a boudoir photographer. Like they don't, they don't go hand in hand. Right. Yeah. Um, so I, I signed a reality show deal about my life, and um, we developed that for like two years, um, and it was a lot of fun. It was something that was really, really crazy to me. And then it sold to one of the largest networks in the world, um, mm -hmm. they're one of the biggest, I'm not gonna name no names because I'm not trying to get sued, <laughs> but um, it sold to one of the largest networks in the world and a year later after that we developed more of the show, we filmed you know, casting interviews, we filmed um, all of these things to make the show. Um, and then following up to that, this past April, was when we were supposed to have our final answer of like we're, we're green lighting and we're going to season one. Yeah. Um, and we got the bad news that the, the network, they were kind of new to reality and they weren't doing that great with reality. They, weren't, they didn't have the numbers that they wanted. Um, so unfortunately they weren't able to green light my show to season one. So, which sucked right. because I was like, we've worked on this for three years, like this was, you know, really, really a fun, cool thing that we were really excited totally. about. Um, but it ended up not happening. And, you know, to me, I had to believe that it's because there's something else better waiting. Yeah. And, you know, a lot of people would probably be like, oh, well, it didn't happen and they're just down in the dumps and th that's over. It's over for me. It's over for me. Nah, baby, it ain't over for me like at all. Right. Like, so it's just getting started. And um, I had to, I had to just, be positive about it and know my production company was great, the network was great, everybody loved me, everybody loved my story and what I did, and you know, everybody believed in me, it just wasn't the right time. Right. And that's okay, mm -hmm. because there's other things that I need to do, and there are other platforms for me, and there are other avenues for me, and um, it just kinda set in stone that right now wasn't the time, and I need to continue to do what I'm doing. Right. So, you know, thinking back to, you know, the conversation that you and I had, it was probably in 2019, you know, as you were considering going down this path and how your brand has grown and how you're still, even though you had all that going on, you're still doing this, 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 this all the things. Yeah. You're not just a photographer. Mm -hmm. I mean, that's just, that's just a small That's just piece like a piece of, of the yeah. puzzle. And something that I thought was really interesting last night when we were talking, you know, we're talking about your your social media presence and your fans base and everything and keeping people engaged and interested. Mm -hmm. And you're like, if I just posted my boudoir stuff, I'd I'd anybody go follow me. Yeah. So how how are you creating that mixture? And I know that this is all you. You're not putting on, this is just your personality, but you're doing it very calculated. Mm -hmm. How do you do that? So I can't give all my secrets. <laughs> oh, no, I'm kidding. You know, it really does it really does come down to being who you are. Mm -hmm. You know, it's all about being authentic. And you know, authentic marketing is something that I teach at my workshops. And being authentic and being who you are. And I tell people all the time, if you're not a hey girl, if you're not, you know, that loud personality, don't be that loud personality. Right. Because trust me, there are people out there that don't like me, yeah. you know? And there are people that are always going to not like you based off who you, who you are as a person. Um, but there are millions of people that do like me, yeah. you know? So there are gonna be people that don't like you and people that love you based on who you are. And you just have to go with that and you have to be real and authentic because at the end of the day, people smell BS from a mile away. Right, absolutely. So you have to be who you are. And as you said, like, 
I'm not just a photographer. It started, you know, everything kind of started with, with boudoir photography. And then I realized like, you know, I have so much more of my life that I can share. Totally. That is interesting, that people wanna see, that isn't just boudoir photography. You know, now I don't even share my work much on social media anymore, and I'm booked nine, eight, nine months in advance. Right. You know, so it is, it's crazy to me that people want to see about the farm life. They mm -hmm. wanna watch me barrel race. I have people right. come to barrel races and come up to my trailer and they're like, we love you, we love the horses. Like, people wanna take a picture with Luna. She's the queen, okay? Yeah. So like, everybody <laughs> loves the queen. They wanna come take pictures with her. And I'm like, I always make fun. I'm like, she has more fans than I do. But like, you know, they're interested in that. And people are interested in who we are. Right. You know, regardless of what it is, it doesn't matter if you're a photographer, if you're, if you're a singer, if you're an actor, if you're, a bagger at Piggly Wiggly, baby, it don't matter. Like, they want to know who you are. Mm -hmm. And, you know, posting that behind the scenes, posting things about your life. And, you know, mine has gotten a little bit different um, because now I do share my whole life yeah. on, you know, on the internet to the world. Um, so that has changed things dramatically in my life, but you just have to show up and be you. Right. Yeah, because you'll you'll run out. You'll you'll run out of stuff. You'll run out of energy if you're trying to fake it. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah, for sure. So with all of the the social media fame, you know, and we talked about last night. You just went to a concert, and Bree said she's not ever going anywhere with you again yeah. <laughs> because everybody wanted to take pictures with you. Like that, that's so cool. But at the same time, there's challenges that come with that. Yeah, you know, and for everybody that's listening along today, you know. Photography was just the beginning, like we've said. I mean, you, you've grown this this massive thing that now is like, how, how do you control that and how do you how do you keep what is private to you and what do you put out there? And it sounds like you're putting pretty much have, everything out there. I don't really have anything that's <laughs> private, but I think that is what my audience likes is because I am so transparent. Yeah. You know, there's really not anything that I hide um, Except, you know, when my when my platform has grown so much, you know, my husband is very opposite of me. He is very, you know, introverted, quiet. And he's like, I don't want to be on social media. Don't put me in front of nobody. And because I don't put that out there, people want to know. Well, I saw that your post the other day. You're like, to save you guys all the to Google time. To save you some Google time. Like, one of the number one Google search things the other day was Matt Matthews' husband. Is Matt Matthews married? Like... Mind your damn business. First off, first off, I'm grown. I'm going to do what I want to do regardless, okay? Second off, like, you know, worry about yourself, you know? Right. And, and I just try to leave. I, I try to respect people yeah. and respect his boundaries and respect my boundaries. And I share what I want to share. And I do share 99.9% .9 of my life with the world. So, like, if I have that one piece that's mine, then I just have to have that one piece that's mine. Right. Because yeah. at the end of the day, like you're gonna get scrutiny, you're gonna get hate, you're gonna get love, you're gonna get all of the things no matter what you're doing. So I have to have a piece of me that is just for me. Right, yeah, for sure. So with your social media, Matt, how much are you able to convert or do you want to convert back to the studio? How much of it is going kind of towards more just the Matt Matthews brand, your your comedy, your 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 entertainment side, your your apparel brand, your candles? Like, are you targeting that, or is it just I'm just going to do this and kind of let it fall where it may? Honestly, I'm very much a fly by the seat of my pants kind of person. Um, I, I just put it out there. 
Yep. I just put it out there and I put myself out there and I think people just connect with me because I'm real. Mm-hmm. And because they do connect with me, they're able to see themselves in me and they want to support me for that, you or, know? Or wish they could. And yeah. yeah. And I mean, period. Like, so, <laughs> you know, so it's, it is, it's, it's a weird thing because you, you have these, all these avenues and all these things that are happening and you kind of have to like see where do, where do they all go? And, you know, I actually posted on Instagram the other day because statistically, you know, on social media, you should have a niche and you should stick to that niche and like niche, whatever, don't come for me. <laughs> um, and you should post those things. So to all the Instagram educators that are trying to grow your platform, teach you how to grow, I should st- I should be posting just boudoir every day, all day, because that's mm-hmm. what I do. Yep. No, like if I was doing that all day, every day, I would not be booked eight months in advance. Right. Like there is no rhyme or reason. I just post what I think is funny. I post my life. I post the things that I know will connect with people. And because they connect with that, like, you know, I had somebody say the other day, she was like, I'm new to your account. I don't know what the hell I'm watching, but I'm here for it. What is happening like, here? What is happening here? Because there's a lot going on here. I'm like, what is happening? But you know, laughter is like, when you can make somebody laugh, you mm-hmm. break down that wall yeah. and you break down that barrier and they connect with you. Right. You know, so like, Laughter and comedy is like, is my number one thing. You know, I'm just funny. I am. Like, you ain't got to tell me. I know I am. Um, And it's not that I try to be. I've just always had that personality to make people laugh. And I enjoy making people laugh. Yeah. You know, like, I get so much enjoyment out of seeing people laugh. And I get messages on Instagram and TikTok every day that's like, my husband died and I haven't laughed. I haven't smiled in months. And, you know, and watching your videos make me smile. I had somebody message me and she said, my mom is literally on hospice and she's dying. And I have not seen her smile in a month. And I started showing her your videos and she watches them every day and laughs. Mm-hmm. Like that to me That's huge. is so huge. Like yeah. that to me is priceless. Yeah. So like that's why I continue to post and do the things that I do. Because even the days that I don't feel like it and the days that I don't show up, I know that I'm making someone smile. Yeah. And like that laughter just comes along with all the other things that I'm doing. Yeah, totally. I can. That's that's awesome. That, that's a side of you I haven't seen before. I've known you for a long time. Well, there you go. Now you know. I do know. So are you inspired by any accounts out there? Like do you, who do you follow, Matt? Okay, so you're not going to believe me when I tell you this. Um, I... Try, I really don't follow a lot of people okay. because the reason why is because like we all are, even though I'm very confident in who I am, I'm very confident in, in my abilities and everything that I do, I will compare myself to other people mm-hmm. just like we all do because right. we all have a piece of us that is insecure yep. and um, I will compare myself. And I think comparison is the thief of joy and so I will scroll people's pages and I'll like watch their stuff and you know, things like that. But I try not to like follow people strictly and like look at their stuff all the time. Cause I'll be like, oh, well she got 20 million views on that video. You know, why did I not, you know? Right. And I'll compare myself to them and that's not healthy. Right. So I try not to do that. I love positive accounts. I love uplifting accounts. I love accounts that are healthy, you know, I'm very natural yep. and organic and clean. So I follow a lot of a lot of accounts like that. Um, you know, and then uh, there's like barrel racers that I follow and things that, you know, 
right. things like that. But yeah. there's really not anybody that I just really like strive to be like or yeah. follow because at the end of the day, like I always want to be the best version of myself. Yeah. So I try to one up myself every day. Yeah, totally. And you do. <laughs> I do. So um, let's switch gears from social media for a minute. Let's talk about the studio okay. specifically. So before we get into that, we do have a question. So um, I'll come back to that one, Christina. Um, have you ever been photographed by other boudoir photographers? I have been photographed a couple of times by other boudoir photographers. My girl, I'm, I'm giving you a shout out girl. My <laughs> girl, Carla Mason, um, she's one of my best friends. She is a boudoir photographer in Virginia. Um, she also uses WHCC. Awesome. Um, and <laughs> Carla is just, she's my ride or die. She's such a good girl. She's such a good friend. And she's an amazing boudoir photographer. And she'll come and she will, um, anytime that she comes and visits, We'll take a couple of pictures. I've never done like a full session, mm -hmm. but I've had a couple pictures here and there. You can find them on my Instagram. Yeah, yeah. So at the studio, mm -hmm. um, you mentioned before that you're booked out until May now, which is Insane. crazy. Insane. Yeah. And you're also contemplating what for next fall? I'll let you. Oh, if I, haven't you want. Even, I haven't announced that okay, yet. Okay, so we won't go Let's there. Let's not go there yet. Okay. But just because I haven't, I've not even like really talked about it. Got so it. I got to save that one. Got it. That one's because that one's going to be big. I found the thing that we can't talk about. You found the thing. <laughs> I found the yeah, thing. Yeah, because that one's going to be big. <laughs> That's going to be big. That's going to be real big. Yeah. And um, it, it's, yeah. Yeah. Okay, so at the studio, you photograph only. That's all you do. That's all I do is shoot. Perfect. So your advice to somebody who is trying to be chief cook and bottle washer right now and do everything would be? Find somebody that is an expert in those other areas and you stick to what you're really good at. Right. Um, my manager said to me one day, he was like, you need to get your hands out of everything else. Mm -hmm. And he was like, what you need to stick to is photographing your clients social media, making people smile, interacting with your fans, like that's what you need to stick to. Yep. Let us do all the other things. Right. Because if you're putting your energy everywhere else, your energy over here is gonna fall off. Right, that's what I wanted you to say. I wanted you to talk about the energy because what you're doing in the studio and online and everything, that, that takes a tremendous amount of energy and you have to be focused and not doing all the other things. Absolutely. And you have a great support staff to do that. So how many sessions are you doing like in a day or in a week, Matt? Like, so what, we only your... shoot one session a day because we okay. do same day image reveals. Okay. So that takes the whole day. Our clients come in at 10 a.m., they sit down, they get hair and makeup done, which takes about an hour and a half. I photograph them for about an hour, and then they go have lunch, go shop, you know, whatever, and then they come back to our studio two hours later. Okay. So they get to, this is, and that's kind of unheard of, you know, they get to come back two hours later, because most of my clients are coming from out of state. Mm -hmm. So they'll come back two hours later, sit down with Brie, go through all of their images, choose their products, you know, do their ordering, and then they're gone. So it's four o'clock by the time that we're done with the order and they leave. Okay. So it's a full day. Right, right. So what a cool experience for somebody that is, in, in case you didn't catch that, most of your clients are flying in. Or, from out of state, yeah. yeah from out we of had state. somebody from Belgium. 
Like, really? Yes. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm international. I'm international. <laughs> so yeah, we have, I mean, like it is insane. It's crazy. Yeah, that's awesome. So um, next question, how do you handle plus size women who potentially would not be confident during the session? So the thing is most people aren't confident when they come in. It doesn't matter if you're plus size, it doesn't matter if you're standard size. Like most people aren't confident. They're not, I don't photograph models. I photograph every single day real women who don't love their bodies, who don't feel good about their skin, and that's why they do this. I actually, don't love getting clients that are brides. You know, like, I don't want you to come in and do this for your husband. Like, that's not the client I want. I want the women that want to come in and do this for them. And so um, I handle plus size clients just like I would handle every day, every other size, you know, like Mm -hmm. your weight does not define your beauty, you know? So I photograph you. And one of the questions that we ask is, "What what do you love about yourself? What do you not love about yourself? So when they come in, if they say, I don't like my stomach, I make sure to not photograph their stomach, you know, right on. And because they're not going to love that image. Right. So it's all about <clears throat> angles. It's all about lighting. It's all about, you know, all of these things that really go into making a beautiful portrait because we don't edit, you know, we're not going to make you a size zero if you're a size 10. Right. Like you're right. still going to look like you. I'm just going to show you the best version of yourself. Yeah, totally. So then there, as those clients are coming in from Belgium, which is pretty awesome. So you're working with them in the morning, they're taking the break, they're coming back and working with Brie for their sales session or mm-hmm. their, their preview appointment. So what are some of your favorite products, even though I know the answer to this, I'll let you tell everybody that's listening along that you're doing through WHCC. Yeah, so first and foremost, I'm an OG. He is. I have been using WHCC since 2011, so over a decade. I've mm-hmm. never used another lab, ever. Um, so, so don't piss me off. Um, <laughs> we'll so try so I, I really do, I, I really, really do love WHCC and the turnaround time and the quality of the products. Uh, we sell albums like hotcakes. Kind of like that one right like there. Like this one right here. Um, this is the coal vintage leather, mm-hmm. or distressed leather. Distressed leather. Um, yeah. This is the distressed coal leather, and this is one of our biggest sellers. We, Our clients love these. Um, and this is the 10 by 10, right? Yep, 10 by 10. Um, and so this is one of our beautiful clients. I hope you all can I mm-hmm. show this? Yeah, totally. Okay, so this is one of our gorgeous <laughs> clients. And this is, she's actually, on, oh no. Never mind, she ain't on the wall, that's somebody else. Um, But she is stunning and you know, we do a lot of albums because what I tell my clients is, in 30 years, do you wanna try to figure out how to look at your images on a CD or do you wanna sit down at a fireplace with your husband or your wife and have a glass of wine and look at your album and remember that time in your life? Right. You know, it's all about tangible products that you're gonna have forever. Absolutely. You know, so like albums, metal wall art, those are huge for us. Um, the heirloom boxes are huge with the mounted print in the, in, on the inside. Yep. Um, those are my top sellers. Cool. So about how long are they spending with Brie then to go through that process? Um, it takes about an hour. Okay. Oh, so you're doing it pretty quick. Yeah, then. it just kind of, and we never rush them. It just kind of depends on how indecisive they are. Okay. Um, so we slow them, we show them a slideshow first. They get to see all their images on a slideshow. And then we go through them individually. If there's any that they, they, they don't love, we'll take those out. And then we see how many that they have total at the end. Okay. And then we run them through the products. They kind of, they're able to see everything, touch it, see what it looks like, see what it feels like. Um, and then from there, they're able to make their order. And then you're drop shipping everything out? And we drop ship it directly to their house, okay. yeah. So then once they leave your studio, 
you're probably not going to see them again unless they're coming back for another appointment mm -hmm. at, a, at a later time. Yep. Okay, cool. Um, so you are also very deep into the photography education side of things. You teach conferences, you are uh, speaking at, or at, at conventions and all those things. What is coming up for you in 23? Are you still doing some workshops? Are you like teaching, educating, like what, what are you thinking there? We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> um, I never know, like I told you, I'm totally a fly by the seat of my pants. I don't really plan things that much. I'm not a planner. Yeah. Um, so we've talked about doing another workshop um, in the spring, which I, ho I host at my studio. Yeah. Um, so that's a really fun two days that we really go over all the things business. We, we I show them how to pose, I show them how to, you know, mm -hmm. Um, edit, we do all of that. Um, and then I've been asked to speak at a couple of different conferences next year, so we'll kind of see how that plans out and go from there. Yeah, exactly. Well, we're honored that you took a couple days to come hang out with us. Yeah, today. I'm glad that I was able to come <clears throat> hang out. So for somebody that is um, so vested into business, into so many things, for somebody that's watching along and being like, wow, I can't even imagine, you know, how how could you help direct somebody? Being in the position that you're in today, somebody has aspirations to be in the world like you are. Mm -hmm. I can't say be like you because there's nobody like you. What, what are, what's your advice? I know you've got some. To like starting a business? <laughs> no, to like taking that next step. You know, somebody who's got a, a studio that has an online presence that really has the drive to, to build an empire like you've done. Like, what, what's your advice to them? So the number one advice to that is probably not going to be what you think it's going to be because um, there's no like traditional steps. There's no like, there's not a to-do list. Um, it's number one, knowing that you're going to have to work your ass off yep. and you're going to have to show up every single day and you're going to have to invest in your followers as much as they invest in you and you're gonna have to believe that you can do it and put the work in because at the end of the day, if you're not willing to work for yourself, yeah. nobody's gonna invest in you, nobody's gonna work for you. So <laughs> you have to believe that you can do it and you have to show up every day. You can ask my assistant, she'll sit in my office and I'll be in the studio making a video and I'll be like, dang it, I messed it up again. And I'll like, I'll be in there for 20 minutes making one video because like I'll keep messing it up and she just sits in there and giggles. And she's like, you know, and, and my, my students, they're like, so we really have to do this every day? And she just is sitting there and she's like, yes, he does it every day. Mm -hmm. You know, like you have to show up. You have to, you have to be there for that audience yep. and you have to connect with them. Yeah. If there's no connection in what you're doing, you're never gonna be successful. Right. So if you're in the studio in the morning doing a session, how much of the rest of your day is dedicated to your followers and to your fan base? All day. All day. Yeah, because if I'm not posting- Plus when you go home. Yeah, if I, I mean, even when I'm at home, when I'm riding my horses, when I'm at a barrel race, when I am working, you know, like feeding my animals, yeah. you can see my TikTok is, and my Instagram, it's the, I'm filming content. Yeah. Because that's what they wanna see. You know, and if you tell me tomorrow, okay, we don't want to see the, we don't want to see the farm anymore. We want to see this. Okay. Then that's what I'm going to be doing. Cause right. I listen to the people that follow me and support me. Right. And that's what I, I mean, they're the reason that I do it. You know, they're the reason that I'm successful. They're the reason that I have gotten the platform that I've gotten. So I continue to do what they want to what see. What people want to see. I loved in the video the other day, your hair is all cockeyed and you're wearing your bathrobe. <laughs> Look, and that's the thing is, you know, people are like, 
do you really wear that robe or is it for show? No, baby, I wear that robe in the mornings because look, I'm not finna get up and put on clothes, go feed animals, go inside, take a shower, change clothes again, and then go to work. That's a lot of laundry. <laughs> that is a lot like, of laundry. So I just throw my little robe on and go about my day. So how do people get your text messages from you? I, it, you've been playing with that since you got here. Like how, yeah. how does somebody get signed up for that? So it's not like a subscription service. It's completely free. Um, it, and it's not like an automated thing. So people are like, I texted you and I didn't hear back. Baby, I'm busy. <laughs> like you're not gonna get a text back from an automated bot. It's, it's me, it's really me. I do read the messages. I try to respond as much as I can, but you have to understand that I get thousands of messages on there and across TikTok and Instagram and everything else. Yeah. So I try to respond as much as I can, but it is really me and you can text me. Um, don't know the number off the top of my head, but it is a real number. It's on my Instagram stories. Could you find that, Christina? Yep, yep. Um, <laughs> so um, you can just text the number. Text the number, you can just text to, um, it's 205. Something, 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 something. <laughs> we'll get right back with it. I think it's on my stories. I posted it yesterday. Yeah, and I, I love the comment, add a robe to your merch. <laughs> my husband said that the other night. My husband was like, what if you added a robe? Like, what if you had a robe mm -hmm. that like you could add and people could buy robes? I was like, I don't know. <gasps> I will say this. <laughs> I'm very excited. If you want to text me, you can text me. The number is 205-964-5382. It is really me. I really do respond. It's not an automated bot. It's a free thing that you can text me. We can communicate. I can, it's kind of like a VIP thing. So I get to tell people about like, anytime we have a new launch. Mm -hmm. Like I'm gonna text my members there before I ever post it on social media. And you did that before we went live yeah. this morning too. Yeah. yeah, so I texted everybody in there and I was like, hey, I'm about to go live, go watch the video here. Right. So it's a good, it's just a good way to really communicate with fans and like have that additional connection. Right. Cause that's right. what it's all about to me. So aside from um, the text line, where else can people find you? What are, what's your Instagram, TikTok, like all that? Can you just kind of list those off? Instagram and TikTok are both the same. It's at Matt underscore Matthews. One, one T in the last name, um, because everybody puts two T's. It's one T in the last name, Matt underscore Matthews. Um, same thing on my Facebook, um, and that's all. MattMatthews.com, if you wanna find my website and all my merch, um, all yeah. of the lingerie, the my skincare line, my candle line, all of that is there as well. All the things. All of the things. Yes, and we are all wearing part of your merch today. I've <gasps> you got are. My, I've got mine under here. They but, all but, have. Uh, they all have my Get It How You Live t-shirts on today. Every person in this room mm -hmm. had that, and I was so shocked when I came in. <laughs> I love it so much. So it's super cute. You can go watch my stories and see that because yeah. it's amazing. For sure. Well, thank you from the bottom of our hearts. We really Thanks. have enjoyed having you here. We've got a few more things to do with you today here at the lab. Um, and for people who are watching along, and if you're watching the, the replay of this, if you have questions for Matt, we know where he's at. We can, we can get some answers. I'm sure he would be happy to answer them. <laughs> so make sure and put any questions you would have into the comments and we'll track those down for you. Once again, if you haven't subscribed to the WHCC YouTube page, make sure and hit that button. Uh, follow along on Instagram at WHCC Pro. Any questions you have for um, Product-wise, options, sizes, all the things, hit whcc.com. Uh, once again, I'm Matt, Client Success Manager here at White House Custom Color. We're honored to have had you here today, my friend. Thank I'm Matt Matthews, in case you're not aware. <laughs> Everybody knows that. <laughs>
Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for joining us, and we will talk to you at the next time. At the next time. The next time. That sounded weird. Yeah, that was weird. <laughs> at